Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Training Group, and welcome to Monday. It is the 13th day of December, and I hope it finds you well. I hope you had a great weekend out there. It is uh, my wife's birthday today, so happy birthday to her. She is uh, 29 years old again. I won't say how many times. Uh, but, but happy birthday, honey. I hope you have a great day. And, uh, we're gonna do some, we got some, me and the boys got something special planned. So, uh, we're, we're pretty excited about it. I hope, uh, uh, everyone's enjoying uh, the beautiful weather outside. I got a little golf in yesterday. Uh, and, uh, let's just say my golf game, nowhere as nice as the weather. That is absolutely for sure. 800-951-0592, the website at allamericangold.com. And, and, uh, as always, I'm joined with my partner, uh, Jason Walker from the mothership up there in Colorado on the front range. Uh, Jason, how are things there? Uh, a little busier than usual. I got the morning show here, which uh, means somebody's actually in my way when I show up in the morning now. <laughs> so, and then they had a little hiccup on their show, so we were talking that over. But uh, so yeah, radio radio took over my a uh, little bit of my morning coming into the show today. Uh, Patriot Trading News Hour, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's cool. It's, it's it's good to be on the radio. It's good to it's good to sell gold and silver. There you go. There you go. And yeah, Liberty Revolt, our, our new morning show. Uh, check it out. It's only going to get better. Bucky and Kevin, uh, they're going to do a great job for us. It's always hard, especially like, and Jason will, will tell you this. Anytime there's technical difficulties, uh, and I don't care how much radio you've done, it always throws you off a little bit, so it's always hard on the first day. Uh, but we'll get it all ironed out. Uh, happy to have those guys uh, joining us now here in the morning. And as Jason said, gold and silver, it is what we do. We have got, I will tell you right now, dialing fingers ready. Just get them ready. We're going to sell two items today. Uh, They're both silver-related. And uh, one of them, I don't know that I've ever sold it on the air before. And uh, uh, at a price will be both of these items, by the way, both items, will be the cheapest in the country on both of them. Uh, so uh, when you talk about uh, selling things below cost, uh, that that's a, uh, you know, they use them, uh, you know, the stores do that, right? The retailers, right? They, they To get you to come in, they, they sell you things uh, below what it actually costs them. Today, call it a Christmas present uh, it's going to be below cost day, Jason, for uh, the listeners of the Patriot Radio News Hour. Yeah, silver is uh, underpriced. It's being manipulated. It uh, sh- shouldn't be sitting there in the, in the range of the spot price. What did we see, like twenty two thirty? It's ridiculous. And uh, so when you can get silver and sell it at these ridiculously low prices, and you can go below the other guys, uh, it's, good, it's a good way to it's a good way to pick up some silver. It doesn't matter what it is, Joe. Yeah, get, so get ready for that. Uh, the Dow is down uh, over 300 points as uh, tomorrow starts the big Fed meeting. Uh, so on Wednesday, they're going to make the announcement. Ready? This is the, I think they're going to speed up taper. And really, all is, all is they're going to do is uh, instead of taper being done in May, it's going to be done in March. Again, I want people to know 
that actually isn't fighting inflation at all. But most people expect a major shift at the central bank at this meeting, saying that they're going to, now they're not going to say it the way I'm going to say it. Okay, Because let's face it, they've been misleading at best, misleading us. At worst, which is I really think is what is really happening, they've been lying about inflation from the get-go. And, of course, uh, last week we were talking all kinds of inflationary numbers and how the, the Federal Reserve, they have all kinds of inflation numbers. They actually have the real number. This is why I said uh, they, they're just mislead, they, they, they weren't just misleading us. They were lying about it because they actually have the real numbers. And even do you, uh, on fixed income, you Social Security folks, bad news for you. They're going to change that calculation to a new number that they're going to call it, let's just call it CPI for the elderly. And apparently on the Fed's new math, you guys seemingly will pay less for stuff. I don't know how, but apparently you do. Uh, and again, uh, all of this in an attempt to try to uh, lessen the burden on Social Security, uh, the imaginary trust fund, and the like. But I actually saw, Jason, someone actually found that, that right now they use, for for cost of living, they use what we call CPIW, uh, inflation for urban wage earners and clerical workers. I'm not kidding. That's actually what it's called. Do you know that on the, the last inflation number round, remember they said 6.8 on Friday. Do you know that the this CPIW was 7.6? Wow. Well, you know, a little, yeah. little higher. Little, 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 what? Wait a minute. Wait, there, there's other inflation numbers. Now, again, listen, there's inflation numbers a whole lot higher than that as well. But, yes, uh, by the way, that was the number they used for cost of living adjustments no longer. They want to switch that out uh, because, well, let's face it, it was lower. Again, I don't know how old are the people. Apparently, somehow, you can just go to stores, uh, buy gas, cars, everything, and just say, I'm an old person, and you get to pay less. Uh, in the mythical unicorn of inflation, some people out there went on TV to say, Transitory inflation, the worst call ever by a central banker. We'll be right back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe Jaquin, Jason Walker, and uh, just to give you a feel for it, uh, Muhammad Al Aaron, one of the regulars on the cheerleading stations. Uh, he, he was out hammering up, uh, uh, the Federal Reserve calling transitory inflation a historically bad move of the worst inflation call in the history of the Federal Reserve. And let me tell you, he, that's an understatement. Now you gotta remember, for the very first day when Jay Powell used the word transitory, I hammered it. 
and I, and again, what what am I a, a great economist? Did I graduate from from Harvard or Yale or did did I go to the Penn Wharton School? No. Well, how could I know better than the Federal Reserve? Well, again, they they do. They just wanted to lie about it. And really, I think, and, and like I had said from day one, they were hoping with their fingers crossed that maybe they could get it to go down. But I, I just want people to understand how bad it really is. Uh, Wolf Richter, uh, Wolf Street, uh, we, we one of a, a very, very, very good researcher. And he's using, and I want this to be understood, using the data provided by the Bureau of Labor Statistics and the Federal Reserve. So using their data, not the real data, because they have that too, but the the one they put out and, and try to tell us it's not as bad as what it really is. One dollar. So just think about one dollar. I'm staring at one right now. One fraudulent reserve note. Right? The United States of America, in God we trust, uh, one dollar bill, got uh, old George Washington on it, right? Since 2020, the purchasing power of a dollar. So what would buy you a dollar? January 1st, 2020, is now only worth the equivalent of 60.81 cents, or we'll round up, 61 cents, which means in 21 years, and you know, here's the sad part, we still got a December inflation number to go. Right? So in 21 years, you have lost 40%, well, 39% right now, of your purchasing power. You know, and I, I sit there and I look at, you know, my oldest, Joey, who Joey's going to be joining us here this week, but uh, from when he was born, the Federal Reserve has made sure my Federal Reserve notes that they're willing to admit to by 40% less. And, of course, all of you, you know, uh, back back in the day, a Taco Bell taco in 2000 was probably like 49 cents. Yeah, it's $1.79 now. So, uh, by the way, that brought to you by my wife, the Taco Bell fan. But, Jason, this chart that, that Wolf has up, the only real instance that the dollar kind of uh, popped up a little bit was during the quantitative easing and all the money they were spitting out uh, in 09, you know, going into 010. But it's essentially just a, a graph with a line just going straight down. <clears throat> That's right, Joe. Yeah, the... Uh... The inflation that they admit to, like you said, is is constant and two percent, and and the, over time it's it's very destructive. 
And as you said with the taco, that's not 2% a year. I mean, come on, $1.79? <laughs> you know, I heard that guy Kramer that you talked about last week. He said, uh, oh, in the end, transitory will win. Uh, that, that was his uh, take on it, Joe. Yeah, well, you know what? He's right. Hey, eventually, prices will stop going up eventually. The, the problem is it's never going back down to where it was. Never, ever, ever. And when you sit there and you look at it, look at all the things. Look at health care. Look at what it costs to send your kids to school. Look at what it costs uh, to buy a five-pack of steaks, right? I mean, all of these things. You go out to dinner. It's absolute. You've got restaurants now adding surcharges to bills uh, to try to cover uh, the, the rapid cost of price increases because for a lot of them, hey, it's easier for us to just add 2 or $3 to your purchase than getting all new menus printed up. Right, because they're like, man, we do the math. You know what it costs us to get all new menus with new prices on it? Hey, let's just add a part. We'll just add a, a, a line item to your bill. You know, it, and uh, it, it, it is amazing when we start thinking about uh, what, what's going to happen, what they believe is going to happen on Wednesday, where the Federal Reserve is going to make a huge policy shift and now say, uh, that, that they're worried about inflation. And again, all of it talk. And, and here's what's so funny. I, I've never seen somebody get so much credit for just talking and not actually doing anything. Let's face it. The best case scenario, best case, inflation is the worst since 1982. Where's the emergency meetings? Right? Where are the rate hikes? Right? And I'm not talking about a quarter point. Where are the 50 50 basis moves? Where are the 1% moves? Where is it that they're actually saving or trying to protect all the money we work so hard for? Right? Anybody with money in the, the bank is a fool. That's what they're saying. You're an idiot, right? And, and, and again, th- this is one of those things where, Jason, I think it's going to be a lot of tough talk. But when it comes right down to it, I don't think the, the, the Federal Reserve ha- has the stones to actually do it. I don't think Paul Volcker exists anymore. I don't think they can do what they did in the 1980s, what Paul Volcker did to, to solve the inflation then. I don't think they, can, they have the ability. I think that there is no... Solution, Joe, and you, and you said at some point it's possible that the you know, inflation will come back, the prices will come back. It may not happen. It, prices just may keep going up until the whole thing breaks, and they have to have the new uh, Great Reset monetarily. This is a situation where inflation goes until it breaks the system. This is why they have to have a Great Reset. In World War II, Joe, was a, a great monetary reset. That's what really what that war was. They reshuffled the cards on how money was going to be spent across the world, and we're hitting the same thing right now. It's, it's, I don't see it coming back. They can't put the interest rates up, Joe. They can't raise interest rates. They'll break it even faster. And so I think what you may see on the meeting, Joe, you may see, uh, you, you may see uh, Jerome Powell just say a whole lot of nothing for a couple hours, just uh, a whole lot of big words and just, you know, as best he can, try to be like uh Yeah, I, I, well, I think, he, I think he's going to do like uh, the, the Dirty Harry, right? 
and he's going to come out, and 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 I don't know, but I I think he's going to come out, and he's going to talk tough. He's going to talk tough. Unfortunately for all of us, they aren't actually going to do anything. You know what Jay Powell should do at the meeting? What he should do is announce that the bond buying program is over, effective right now. Right, not this. Well, we're going to speed it up uh, and make it go another ninety days. Because all that means is, hey, by the way, we're going to go another ninety days without any without fighting inflation. It's already out of control. If he does that, Joe, though, that means everybody else that holds this same debt is going to want to sell theirs too. You know, it'll be too much. So he. He's on that balancing act, right? He has on that tightrope. If, if he sells too much, but too that's quick. that's not his job. Listen, it's not in the Fed's job description to protect Wall Street. I didn't see that in there. No, I know. I know. <laughs> that's not in there. <laughs> but that's what he does. <laughs> He's got to right? worry this about isn't, that. This isn't part of what they're supposed to do. Nope. Right? What they're supposed to do. Remember, their number one job was supposed to be price stability. Where are they? Nowhere to be found. Then that well, they 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 are. Oh well, we're hiding behind the other one, full employment. Those are their. Well, the full employment got added afterwards, which again they're they have nothing to do with that. But neither here nor there. The unemployment rate. The, listen, that we just got a jobs number. They tell us the unemployment rate. Is four point two percent. That's it. Historically, that's a great number. So where are they? And the Fed, Joe, that is their job. Actually, they're a private corporation. Anybody that doesn't understand that, they are uh, doing their job. They're supposed to pr- protect their shareholders. So <laughs> technically, he's doing what he's supposed to do, uh, even though they say they're here for the American uh, citizens. Yeah, well, again, I don't see that on their mandate either. I did not see protect their shareholders on their mandate. Right. And again, I'm being a little facetious, you know, Jason oh, yeah. saying, hey, you know, really what they're there for is to protect the banks. That's and, right. and here's the problem. Here's the problem. You all know it. Too. Every one of you listening knows it. Where would Wall Street be with a Fed's funds rate? At five <laughs> percent, there may not be a Where Wall Street. <laughs> there may not Where be a Wall be? Street. It, it would be a, uh, it would be chaos. Twenty thousand, fifteen thousand, ten thousand. What would happen to the housing market if all of a sudden the Wall Street uh, bankers and investors could buy a ten-year note? And get seven or eight percent interest. People would right. People wouldn't be able to sell houses because the prices would drop. Why would you? Why would you listen? The only reason they're out there buying all the houses now is because I can't buy a treasury note and get any interest. At least I can buy. I know I got expenses and taxes and stuff breaks and all this, but I can still get five or six percent. The second that's available in a treasury note, they're out of there. And again, they know it, you know it, I know it, and it's a real simple question. 
What are you doing about it? Are you getting prepared? Listen, everybody and their mother knew the, there was a housing bubble in 05. Everybody. 06. Ben Bernanke was out there jabbering like an idiot. Here's what's funny. It's so funny. Mohammed El Arian today is saying, hey, that's a worse call. Jay Powell's inflation is a worse call than Ben Bernanke saying housing was a subprime crisis. <laughs> Worse than that. And remember what happened with that horrible call. Lehman Brothers went under. Bear Stearns went under. Right? Wall Street wasn't going to open. And they remember, remember they, they had the audacity to print a whopping $720 billion to give to the bank. You know what $720 billion would do today? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. People would laugh. Wait, what? What? That's it? Right? That, that's like bringing a squirt gun to a five-alarm fire. This is the trouble that they put us all in. Listen, we talked. We told you earlier we got the special of specials. It's coming up next. Get those dialing fingers ready. Patriot Radio News Hour halftime. Come back if you can take it. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe Jake with Jason Walker, and I said uh, we've got two items today. Uh, I'll start with the first one because I've never sold them uh, on the air before. Uh, it's, they're kind of uh, the forgotten silver, if you will. Uh, you know, we, we sell a lot of utility silver, quarters, dimes, half dollars, uh, pre-1965, uh, so 1964 and older. And then in, starting in 1965, the mint took all the silver out of the dimes and the quarters. But on the half dollars, they have what they call 40% silver. So pre-1965, dimes, quarters, and half dollars were 90% silver. Starting in 1965 to, what was it, 1970, right, Jason? It's pr- pretty much through 69. I think there was uh, some, some spe- specialty yeah. coins, I think, in uh, uh, mint sets and stuff. Still had 40% in those sets, but I think they were actually minting uh, circulated coins with no silver. Yeah, no silver. Yeah. So it may have only been 65 to 68 that they had silver in it on the half dollars, and then after that, just the specialty stuff. But it was 40%. Silver half dollars. We've got a, a bag of these. They just came in over the weekend. The bag contains 1,336 of these 40% silver half dollars. Each coin, so each half dollar, contains almost 15 hundredths of an ounce of silver. So 0.1479 ounces of silver in one of these 40% half dollars. You, you, th- this is in a bag. We're not going to break them up. They're not rolled. Uh, the whole bag 
is $4,500. That puts the price of the bag as far as melt. If you melted down this bag, you would have 197.6 ounces of silver. That puts the price, Jason, that's less than 50 cents over spot price or uh, less than 50 cents over melt for silver. There's no silver anywhere close to that. Uh, Works out to $3.37 a coin, uh, $4,500 for this bag of of 40% silver. And again, you're going to get 1,336 coins, kind of an odd amount. But uh, 1,336 coins, 197.6 ounces of silver uh, for $4,500. It actually has a cost of, what, $22.77. Yeah, Joe, and I I wanted to go like a dollar over spot or maybe $2 over spot, but Joe really wanted to give somebody a real shot at cheap, cheap silver. So that's uh, that price. Listen, I didn't know the price until we got on the air, so I didn't know Joe was going to go. Well, I didn't tell Jason on purpose because I did want an honest rate. <laughs> this is U.S. hallmarked silver. You can't even buy silver from Bob's gold, gold and silver mine for that kind of – who the hell's Bob? Then buy that that – close to spot it's unheard of it's a one-shot deal though you got to buy the whole thing so it's 4500 bucks uh it's in colorado if someone in phoenix wants it we'll ship it down here uh but but it's uh jason has it live uh 40 percent half dollars uh 4500 bucks uh you're paying about right now i've got i've got silver at 2231 and uh, the cost of the bag is twenty two seventy seven. It's about forty six cents over spot right now for that. The other item we've got, I've got twenty two rolls. These are mostly peace dollars. Jason says there's a few twenty one Morgans in there, but we'll just call it all peace dollars. If you get a Morgan, great. I've got 22 rolls of them for $600, which, by the way, is $35 a roll below my cost. These are circulated peace dollars. These are not the worst of These aren't the call dollars that are all worn flat. But the, listen, listen, but these aren't AUs. These aren't BUs. These are circulated peace dollars. You can read all the dates. Everything's perfectly legible. $600 a roll. That's $35 below my cost. That's it. Here's the other part. It's only a dollar above what the wholesalers would pay me for it. So, uh, again, two great items uh, that that you're you're buying really both of them would be below cost anywhere uh, the cheapest in the country nobody can touch these prices eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two so on the peace dollar rolls you can buy them a roll at a time 
they're $600, $35 below cost. The bag of, of the 40% halves, you gotta take the whole bag, uh, and it's only 45, you know, it's only 4,500 bucks for just under 200 ounces of silver. 800 951 uh, take the time, put it away. By the way, Jason, Muhammad El Aaron agrees with you. He does not think that Jay Powell is going to talk nearly as tough as I do. He does think that he's going to speed up taper. He does not think, he does not think they're going to be open and honest as to why they got the inflation call wrong. And he also doesn't think that they're going to suggest that rate hikes are going to come faster. He doesn't think they're going to do it. I, I agree with that, actually. Yeah, I, I, they have to f- uh, speed up taper. Uh, I think they know uh, the timing of, of a, a market dip, which I think is early next year, and so they don't want to be buying this stuff. So they, <laughs> they want to make sure they have you know, less of it uh, when things go the wrong way. And then, of course, after that, if, if things are, I guess we would call a normal crash, uh, yeah, they'll start purchasing again, Joe. That's what I think. And I, I think inflation after a crash will be sort of, well, this is just what happens when things aren't going well. I think they're just going to, inflation is just going to keep going and keep going. And this is why you got to have gold and silver, Joe. Yeah, gold's up five, silver's up 15 uh, on a day before a Fed meeting. Kind of odd. You normally don't see that. But maybe I'm wrong. Pager Radio News Hour, one line open. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The bag is gone. Uh, the forty percent bag is gone. Uh, there are a few rolls of the peace dollars still left. You're not. It's all about value. When I'm telling you it's thirty five bucks below cost, I'm telling you it's thirty five bucks below cost. This came in over the weekend. Uh, this is why we pass the savings on to you. Quite honestly, it's why we're better than everybody else out there. 800-951-0592. Remember, the peace dollar replaced the Morgan dollar. So this was after World War One, And they're like, hey, there's peace. And they created the peace dollar uh, from 1922 all the way up until, what was it, 1934. Yeah. Uh, then, of course, right, 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 World War Two was getting ready to take off. Uh, and they ended them there, uh, but they're at uh, $600 a roll at 800-951-0592. Uh, the girl said we've had several callers asking about the pure blood coin. Uh, we still have, we have a little over a hundred, about a, maybe 120, maybe, and I don't even know if we have that many left. Uh, these things are going to be sold out. Uh, before Christmas, Jason. So if you want to get onto the any of those pure blood coins, uh, they're seventy five bucks a piece. And like I said, uh, this is limited. There's only five hundred of them that that are ever going to be made. Uh, we made them uh, for sp- specifically for the radio station. If you want to check out the design, go to allamericangold.com. Hit the shopping cart button. You'll see the coin on there. Just click on it, and then you can see uh, both sides of the coin. They're absolutely awesome, and Jason been a huge success. Yeah, I'll I'll put a. I'm I'm thinking by Friday they'll be sold out. We're gonna have a pickup party. I, I'm not. A, it's not a hundred percent because Dan Carr's got to get the work done. 
But uh, he did email me and say that he thinks he can have them done by Thursday, which means I'll pick them up and I'll have to put them all in the capsules and do a lot of work to get them ready. But on Friday, after Fake News Friday is over, I'm going to have people come in. Christina's going to be here to help me out to uh, start giving the coins out and uh, collecting the money for them. Uh, the other thing, Joe, I wanted to say about the peace dollars, um, it's interesting that you know the, the bankers who didn't have a central bank in the late 1800s, there was a, uh, an election between McKinley and, uh, and, and James Bryan, uh, a big silver guy. And uh, William Jennings Bryan went, wanted to uh, lock silver in at 16 to 1 versus gold and, and have an honest money system. And McKinley was the gold candidate because since the bankers couldn't have their central bank, they figured they can control gold better than they could control silver. And that's why they stopped minting dollars in, in 1904 because McKinley won the election of, of 1896 and 1900. Of course, then McKinley, I think, started seeing what was going on. He got assassinated, and it took till 1921 after the uh, uh, the First World War that they started minting silver again when uh, the central bank got their central bank. You know, it's okay to you mint know, silver coins now. You bring up a great little story, story about the Morgan dollars. Yeah, when we say pre-21 Morgans, uh, it's 1904 and older because, as Jason said, they didn't mint any Morgan dollars uh, for those 16 years. And then 1921, they minted a bunch of them. Yeah, they, they actually... the peace dollar came the following year. Believe it or not, a lot of the uh, the peace dollars, uh, well, the, the uh, United States uh, banks started getting a whole bunch of uh, Morgan dollars that somebody figured out that it was fakes. So back in 1904 and, you know, and, and earlier... You, you, there was actually uh, more value in the dollar of the coin than there was the silver, and someone figured this. You know, somebody wanted to make a bunch of fakes, and so a whole bunch of fake Morgans were being minted with the correct amount of silver in them, and being put out there because you could make more in the dollar value than the silver value back then. Joe, so it's, it's it, the theory is is a lot of these what they call VAM coins were melted down into into peace dollars, which is why they ran a bunch of those in the first few years, is to. Uh, oh, these are kind of illegal coins. Maybe we should melt a bunch of these and get rid of them. Now, now if you have a VAM coin, you can uh, you have a collectible. Because, and Joe, guess how they figured that out? They figured this out because the guys that were making these fraudulent coins, they they used an actual coin as the die, and the little wear lines and scratches that were on that individual coin were on all of the different types they minted. So you can tell, you know, no no coin ages exactly the same way. That's how they figured all this out. And so a lot of those peace dollars, Joe, were to repatriate the silver and just remint them. See, there you go. That's that's why I love Jason. He's got all the these little factoids uh, that that go along with with, with these coins. U.S. minted here. So for the first time uh, since uh, we put the coins out, all lines are open. Uh, the the bag of forty percent is is gone. Uh, most of the piece, or yeah, most of the piece rolls are gone. Whatever's left here, they're six hundred dollars. Again, we didn't have that many. We only had twenty-two rolls, so it wasn't a big offering. But but uh, anything to save money. I mean, right now, if we if I was to retail these and and I was buying them from the wholesaler, we'd probably be looking at between six hundred and eighty and seven hundred dollars. That's about so, right. At, at at six hundred bucks, uh, it's just great value. At eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, take the time, keep adding to your portfolios, and uh, like I said, uh, the KHNC coins, 
uh, man, those things have been just uh, flying out the door here. So we're down to about the last hundred of those or so. And uh, Jason, who's had a great beat on this the, from the get-go, uh, thinks we'll probably be uh, pretty much sold out by Friday. So if you want to get one of those, get it and do it now. And the cool thing, we're going to put them in the uh, little holders uh, as well and, and uh, you know, make sure that... that that they're going to look nice for you. They're not just going to be loose. Uh, they're going to, we're going to have each, each coin will come in its own individual, uh, uh, protector case, for lack of a better term, uh, just to make sure over the years this thing keeps looking sharp, Jason. Yeah, we got a capsule we're putting on it. It's got the little black ring on it. It's going to really pop. And the, uh, it's cool since we're, we're, uh, we're over striking silver eagles on these coins. It'll have a reeded edge. I mean, it's, it's going to be a pretty cool coin. That's for sure. Absolutely. Final segment coming up. Don't touch that dial. 800-951-0592. Gold's up six here, 1789. Uh, Silver's up 15, uh, 2231. And, and, uh, we're going to start the Fed meeting tomorrow. Everyone's going to wait for Wednesday. I'm, I'm shocked. Uh, that they think that, uh, Jay Powell is, is, he's gonna speed up the taper, but he's gonna punt on interest rates. He's, he's not going to, uh, try to quote unquote spook the market. I mean, that's just ridiculous. I mean, we've got inflation as bad as we've seen it in, in recent memory. I mean, I guess if you want to use their fake numbers, the worst sense, uh, 1982. Here's the realities. This is already, it's already as bad as the 70s. It's already as bad. Don't be fooled. And they're doing nothing. And here's the problem. Interest rates weren't zero when this started in the 70s. Interest rates were actually like 6-7%. Fed funds rate was like 6-7%. We're starting at zero, Jason. Right. <laughs> That's the whole point. There's t- uh, a massive ma- amount of more debt and uh, lower interest rates to begin with. There's there's nowhere to go. That's the whole point. It's just nowhere to go. Yeah, they're boxed. You know, and everyone's been saying it, right? They're boxed into this corner. Uh, be ready. I will say this. If he, tr- if he does the dovish thing, I actually expect a big gold and silver pop if he does the dovish thing and says, hey, uh, still doesn't mean we're raising rates or or whatnot. Uh, that, that, and again, and I laugh at some of these. Oh, they may raise rates three times. A quarter of a point is not going to do anything. right? And, and, it, and it's laughable that they think it will. This is a runaway freight train and, and something where, uh, the, you know, what, what the cows out of the barn, right? All those adages. Uh, th- this is going to to take a something that the will that we don't think the central bank has, and why I think you're going to see sky high prices on everything, gold and silver included. Uh, we've got we're halfway through now uh, the rolls of peace dollars. So the last eleven rolls here, uh, they're at six hundred dollars at eight hundred. Nine five one zero five nine two. Again, that is below cost. 
Uh, and again, retail wise, I mean, we're, we're, you're looking at about $80, 80 to $100 less than what retail would be today at $600 at 800 951-0592. And then, Jason, obviously tomorrow they'll start the meeting. I'm sure that's all anybody will want to talk about on the cheerleading stations. But here's the realities. And I'll give uh, Muhammad El Aaron, okay, you're making this call way after the fact. Where were you a year ago when they started this nonsense? I, I know exactly where you were. You were agreeing. Matter of fact, you were agreeing with everything the Fed said up until about 30 days ago. Uh, so again, uh, take it with a grain of salt. They, right. they, they, they already know. And, and a bunch of quarter point rate hikes isn't gonna fix it, Jason. Uh, the problem is what will fix it? I don't think they can handle the pain that it would inflict, right? I, I, I just yep. don't think they have the they don't have the stones for it. That's why you need to have your gold and silver put away. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. 